Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Gina Bianca podcast, where we talk about life, business, entrepreneurship, the beauty industry, and beyond. My name is Gina Bianca, life and business coach, salon owner, educator, mastermind mentor, and your host of the Gina Bianca podcast. What is up, you guys? Welcome back to the podcast. So glad that you're here and that you're choosing to spend your valuable time indulging in my education. I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for everyone who's writing reviews of the podcast. I appreciate you so much. If there is a question that you have for me or if there's something you want me to cover on the podcast, please leave a review and a rating and ask your question there. That is where I find a lot of my inspiration for the episode. And I wanted to, you know, go through a few ways to like save time behind the chair because uh, last week we talked about how to avoid a root melt. And I feel like a lot of the time we rely on doing a root melt because our color placement and our application isn't as good as it could be, or it's just an integral part of our service and we need to do it to give that seamless look, which I totally understand as well. I'm not saying root melts are bad, but sometimes we don't really need them and we could have a better application to save time. So today I wanna talk about how to avoid overfoiling. And I am somebody who is a recovering overfoiler. I used to overfoil everybody i used to do like these crazy transformations when someone just wanted a partial and i would kind of just do on them what i wanted (laughs) and i would just overdo it and a lot of the time i would foil too much because i wasn't paying attention i was like in the zone and i wasn't really paying attention to like what the guest truly wanted and i would kind of just go and just foil right and when you overfoil, a lot of the times you do have to root melt or add dimension or tone it more or do some extra work in the sink to kind of tone it down or your guests might not like it they might not feel like you're listening um you know you could be using a lot of extra bowls and not charging and that could leave you feeling like burnt out and resentful why don't my clients appreciate everything i do for them blah 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 but in reality like you're overfoiling because you're not paying attention and you're not in the moment you're not listening to what they want or you just can't control yourself i've been there i get it but overfoiling is really expensive and a lot of the times you just have to keep it simple and less is more so i have one two three four five ways to avoid overfoiling uh, so overfoiling occurs when too many foils are applied to the hair, resulting in a look that's too light for your client or a look you're not charging enough for. So here are some tips to avoid overfoiling your clients. And one of the biggest tips is consultation. Show me a picture, right? If they don't have a picture, let's find one. I want to make sure that we're on the same page. So when a guest shows me a picture, I'm looking at first the pattern up at the top to see what they have. I like to take a picture of the hair that they have and hold it up to their inspiration photo and kind of break it down for them. So I'm looking at their base, like how many foils are we doing up there? Are we doing something that's more melted? Are we doing something lived in? Is it chunkier? Is it a full coverage blonde? Is it platinum? What is it? What do they want? So I'm looking at the top and I'm also looking at the bottom. Do they have fully saturated ends? Because if their ends are not fully saturated, that means that the guest wants dimension. If the ends are fully saturated, you want to make sure you're adding on the product and adding on the time, especially if your guest is starting with darker hair. 
If your guest is starting off blonde and they already have those fully saturated ends, maybe you just need a wet balayage or a tip out or a toner or some kind of clarifying treatment to just brighten it up. But you know, if their ends are not fully saturated, you do not have to do a tip out. You do not have to do wet balayage. So look at the picture that they want. And if they don't bring in a picture, make sure you go on Pinterest and find one. There are billions of pictures and you guys can find one within five minutes, I promise, okay? So communicate with your clients. So communicate with them and talk about their desired look and set realistic expectations during the consult. So ask how light they wanna go and show them pictures and swatches to give them ideas of what the final result will look like never underestimate a swatch book I know that it's kind of old school to like pull out a swatch book but it's really amazing to kind of have them look and point out tones that they like because a guest may come in and say I want ash and the first thing they show you is a bright buttery beautiful golden blonde so communicate with the client and have a strong consult and part of having a strong consult which we're going to talk about next week is pictures and visuals. Everybody's a visual learner. 90% of people are visual learners and you need a picture to make sure you're on the same page. Okay. So the next thing is you want to use the right amount of foils. So if you're doing, uh, you know, a half or a full highlight, you want to make sure that you are kind of pulling the amount of foils that you're going to be using. So if you're doing a half highlight, maybe pull 30 foils out and start there. And then as soon as you run out of foils, you will be more mindful that you're over foiling. So if you're doing a half highlight, maybe that's 30 foils, maybe a full highlight is 60 foils. Pull those foils, count them really quick. It takes 30 seconds to do this. But then once you run out, you are going to be mindful. You're gonna be like, shoot, I am over foiling right now. So maybe if you rip 10 more, it's not too bad. But if you're like continuing on, you know, mindlessly with a stack of 200 foils, you might just keep going right? So kind of pre-rip a certain amount of foils to stay on track and use the right amount of foils depending on the service that you quoted and the service that you're doing. Next is you want to kind of be mindful of your section size. So if you're taking these microscopic tiny sections and leaving very little reserve, that is for a full coverage blonde. So be mindful of how your section size is. If your guest wants some dimension, your section size should be a little bit bigger. You should leave a little bit more hair in between. Maybe you're building depth and, you know, like last week we talked about how to kind of build that depth without the root melt. Maybe you start with smaller sections around the face and you're working your way back with bigger sections. So think about that. You know, make sure you're not taking these microscopic foils because it's the way, like some of us do this and this was me too. I found a technique that I loved, like basically baby lights with a tip out and a few back-to-back slices. Like I love this technique. I was doing it on everybody. Even if, you know, they were doing a touch up, I was still doing these microscopic sections and I wasn't charging right and I was overfoiling and I was doing too much. So I really had to like get the less is more mindset and something that you could do is like you know you could have your sectioning that you use uh, for a half and for a full and you can just set yourself up to win in the beginning by pulling the right amount of foils sectioning for a half and then being mindful of leaving depth behind and not taking such tiny sections so just be mindful of your section size okay so that's number three 
Next is you want to use large foils to cover more area. So you can cut your foiling in half by using these larger foils. So my favorite are the Framar Big Papas. I also like the Bellow foils from Ubali Pro. Those are great. Um, there's tons of foil options. I love fast foils too um, that give you big foil options use big foils. I'm telling you, once you get out of the money piece area around the face, you know, the whole hairline, you can start really packing it in with larger foils. So like for a half, I would pull 30 huge foils. And for a full, I would pull uh, 60 huge foils. And that would be my half and my full. And if I have to mix a little more and do a little more, that's fine. But I would kind of start there. So I don't do more than I'm promising. Next, utilize your knowledge of color placement. If you are not confident in color placement, if you are not confident in where the hair falls and how to quickly create these looks by utilizing efficient color placement, if you're not confident with it, you need my class. You need to come see me and take my classes or get some online education with me because my specialty is color placement. You want to master that horizontal, diagonal, and vertical placement. You want to know how to get the exact look your client is asking in the least amount of time so that they can, you know, pay the best price so that they can get in and out in a timely fashion and so that you could have that full confidence. So utilize your knowledge of color placement and you will foil less. You will not overfoil if you are confident with how you're placing it, that you're going to get the coverage that you want. So those are my five ways to avoid overfoiling. I hope that you like them. Again, I want to keep this short and sweet, give you some inspiration on your drive to work. Hope you loved it. Please share it. If you did, please send it to a friend. And remember, if you have something you want to ask me, if you have something you want me to talk about on the podcast, please feel free to go ahead and leave a rating and a review and ask me there. I'd love to support you. Next week, we're going to talk about consultation and I'm going to give you 10 of my most favorite tips. So I'll see you next week and I hope you have an amazing day. See you on the next one.